Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Metroscope, an Intercom Portland Public Affairs program. I'm Preston Highfield. This time on Metroscope, we'll be speaking with Ray Massey, who is a National Development Team Director at Edustaff. Edustaff provides comprehensive substitute services for public school districts, along with adjunct and distant learning professors for community colleges. Edustaff places over 20,000 educators and support staff on a daily basis. Ray is a former certified Michigan teacher, and he worked as a regional director for Edustaff. Welcome, Ray. How are you doing? Thank you so much for having me today. Absolutely. We're excited to have you here and um, get to know your company a bit more and then also kind of localize it. I'm sure people in our area, in the Portland area and beyond, uh, want to hear about your services and school districts uh, in the state of Oregon. But let's just start with a little background on the company Edge Staff and, uh, yeah, tell us a little bit more about it. All right, Preston. Well, Edge Staff has been an organization for almost 10 years. We started in Michigan as really one of the smaller or smallest educational staffing organizations in the state. Through some hard work, some dedication, blood, sweat, and tears, uh, Edge of Staff went from being uh, the smallest educational staffing organization in Michigan uh, to being the largest in Michigan. We got to a place where we were thinking that we could really emulate this product and make it national. We sat down as a team, talked about the direction, and we decided that, you know what? Yes, we can we can bring this nationally. We can do it. And we did just that. Um, slowly but surely, some states started to trickle in, and uh, Oregon was one of the first, uh, one of the first in the beginning to actually make the move to us. And so, yet we are the third largest in the country. We currently um, are in eight states, um, and we are the largest privately owned uh, when it comes to educational staffing. So we're not owned by any, you know, uh, hedge fund managers or anything like that. We don't um, we don't have any stock exchange, nothing of the nature. It's a family-owned educational staffing company, right, based out of Michigan. Okay. Yep, and that's where Ray joins us today from uh, the Michigan area. So you guys serve over 500 school districts and uh, primarily K-12, through I believe, along with some community colleges as well. Um, and I know that you guys – basically um, employ substitute teachers and other part-time staffing members. Um, just tell us a bit about a bit more about that and kind of when you guys were founded and what the real purpose was uh, behind the company and the company goal. Yeah, so uh, we were founded really out of necessity. They say that uh, necessity is the mother of, of all invention. The problem that many districts were having, especially in Michigan, was that they needed a centralized way to manage their substitute teachers. Where we started and how we started and how we came to that was school districts were actually hiring their own substitute teachers. 
right? So let's say, mm-hmm. Preston, you're a substitute teacher. You are in Michigan. And let's say you have within your within the distance of your home, maybe two or three different school districts where you could work, right? So you'd work at one school district, let's call it District A, but a few miles away from your house, District B may need your help. So you were filling out three separate applications, three separate tax forms, three separate I-9 forms. You were doing everything separately for every single district to basically perform the same exact function. Mm -hmm. Well, educational staffing was birthed out of that, we basically came up with a way or found a way to make it simpler um, for districts to have access to a larger pool of substitute teachers with one centralized employer. So I'm not going to act like we invented the educational staffing model. We know that staffing has been around for years. I'm not saying that that at all. But what I am saying is we made it possible, especially in Michigan, for schools to consider that as an option versus hiring themselves. Now, the one of the also larger factors um, for staffing in Michigan was that it actually freed up some of the budgets for the district. We were able to efficiently and effectively hire these people and these individuals on behalf of the school districts, and it allowed the school districts really to take more of their money and have more control over it so they can buy more books for the classrooms, they could purchase more computers, they could do things to enhance their district for their students uh, when organizations, especially like ours, came into place to assist them in hiring, training, managing, and recruitment of their substitute teachers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's a it's a really good idea, and obviously it's had a lot of success, and I think it's mutually beneficial, as you were kind of pointing out there. Um what kind of people do do you guys look for when it comes to um, your you, know, you are in the staffing industry, so to say? So, what kind of people are you looking for when it comes to placing these jobs um, with either substitute as either substitute teachers or uh, part time employees in a school district? It's a great question. We are really looking for individuals that want to serve their communities, because let's face it, you don't get into teaching to become rich. You're not looking to become a billionaire uh, in in the educational realm. You just aren't. And so we know that. And we know that servanthood is very important to the aspect of a teacher, to the life of a teacher, to the life of an administrator. Anybody that works in schools knows that they are there to serve the students. And so we really try to relay that to our employees and the individuals that we are trying to find. We are trying to find people who are servicing the communities, Individuals who maybe volunteer their time with various youth organizations, Boys and Girls Club, people who volunteer their time to their local churches or local ministries or Salvation Army or Goodwill. We're looking for aunts, uncles. We're looking for mothers and fathers, even retired veterans. Anyone who knows just how important it is to serve in their communities and to serve their students and the children in their communities, those are the kinds of individuals that we are looking for, those people who can literally step in and make a difference in the life of a child and really expand the learning of the child, no matter how small that learning may be as a substitute or a guest in that classroom. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point. And you were kind of discussing the values of the company there in terms of uh, service and making a, a difference for young people. Um, I think that's great. Uh, so these substitute teachers and, su- and support staff, can you kind of describe exactly what those roles are? I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, generally speaking, people understand, of course, what a substitute teacher comes in and, and does. But uh, maybe if you could just expand on that and then the support staff uh employment that you guys are staffing, just the exact roles of uh, both those jobs? Absolutely. Absolutely. So in Oregon, there are two separate classifications of employees. In Oregon, first of all, if you are looking to become a substitute or a guest teacher in Oregon, you must hold a valid or active Oregon teaching license. There's just no way around that. Or you need to obtain a substitute teaching license by holding either an expired Oregon certificate or an out-of-state license. There's also one other way that an individual can actually become a substitute teacher or a guest teacher in Oregon. There is a sponsorship program where a district can take a sub who is restricted but has at least a bachelor's degree um, from an accredited college or university, right? And they can actually, the district can say, you know what, this person is working well with us as a bachelor employee. We find that they are benefiting our students very well, and we will sponsor them, uh, sponsor for them a license um, that will allow them to work in the classroom capacity without the first two, that expired license or an active license. So that's what you need to become a guest teacher in Oregon. Of course, you have to pass uh, a background check. Right. That is that goes without saying. Very important that every individual pass one, because if they don't, then guess what? You're not going to be a sub teacher. In addition to that, edge staff is not an open door employee, an employer rather. So we don't hire just any individual that fills out an application. We do have a prerequisite for a job fit assessment that they will have to take in the application process. It's very early in the application process online. Um, They need a score of nine uh, or a three to nine. It's on a rubric of one to nine. Uh, The minimum score that you can come in with is a three. Uh, Anything lower than the three, if the district is really in need of an individual but they get below that three threshold, we ask them for basically some references that we can follow up with. How is this individual, how this individual works with others um, in the classroom setting? How do they work with students? How do they work with their teachers and colleagues? We do a little bit of vetting even uh, before they are allowed to come in. So we we make it to where, like I said, we're not an open door employer. So that's really what you need as a guest teacher. You got to have an active license or expired license or a district has to sponsor you. Um, and of course you have to have a passive background check. Now, um, the other classification of employee in Oregon is called classified. So basically this is everything, every position outside um, of that guest teacher spot where you have to have those requirements. Whereas the classified um, spots are a little more or a little less stringent in their requirements. We're talking about individuals that can work one-on-one with students, so classroom aides or paraprofessionals. That is a classified staff. Sometimes our districts are in need of part-time janitors or food service workers, right? Those individuals fall under that classified certification, right? And for those, you still have to have that background check, of course, but 
you need a GED or a high school diploma in order to work in those roles uh, in, the, in the school. So those are the requirements when it comes to working as either a guest teacher or a sub-teacher in Oregon or a classified staff member in Oregon. Okay, thank you for that explanation. And again, you can also uh, check out edustaff.org, edustaff.org uh, for more information on there. There's also a customer support team number, 877-974-6338. This is Ray from Edustaff uh, joining us. He's a national development team director at Edustaff, and he oversees uh, the state of Oregon and New Jersey um, are his two uh, states that he's looking at and, and working with. And we'll kind of localize this interview uh, in in just a bit here and kind of ask you more specifically about Oregon. But uh, I'm curious about recruitment and how that works. You were alluding to a little bit as far as like kind of the background checks that you guys do. But uh, for folks out there who are listening who uh, would like work as a substitute teacher or a part-time staffer, um, how do people contact you? How does the application process work? I I know it's on your website. I see the start an application tab. And again, that's uh, edustaff.org for uh, all the information there. But yeah, take us into that a little bit if you could um, and kind of how the recruitment process works and how people end up uh, getting jobs through you guys. Absolutely. It's a a very uh, straightforward process um, that uh, that, that we go through when it comes to recruiting or getting these individuals started. Um, before I get to the recruiting piece, if, if it's okay, Preston, I would like to talk about the marketing and advertising into the recruiting piece. Yeah, Does that sure. work? Is that okay? Yeah, for sure. Okay. So um, part of what makes Edge's staff so successful and has been nationally has, has been our marketing and advertising efforts. We are literally shaking every tree, lifting every rock, trying to find qualified individuals to sit in front of the students in the classrooms in Oregon. We are doing that. We have two individuals uh, in the state right there out of Wilsonville's where our office is, and they are doing anything and everything that they can to raise the awareness for substitute teachers and classified staff in Oregon. So they are going to recruiting events at colleges and universities. They are going to localized city or town events where the employers are able to have a booth and talk to individuals coming in looking for work or part-time or full-time work to possibly, you know, find where they can fit in at, you know, if they're looking for jobs or anything like that. We are going to these job fairs. We are going to these college recruitment fairs. We are, uh, we have radio ads. We're putting up billboards. We're putting up vinyl banners in our, in the schools that we serve. We're putting in yard signs right there in the main offices of our partnering school district. We have little card holders with cards that parents can come in or grandparents come in when they're there to pick up their child or their student. They can see, oh, wow, I see that the edge staff is looking to hire some substitute teachers to serve right here in our district. And it's got all the information on how to start the application process. Now, depending on um, you know, where they are going to be substitute teaching. Um, the process is pretty much the same. Uh, we have some districts that are within the Willamette ESD and a couple of them out of the Willamette ESD. But the application process is pretty much the same. They still have to go to our website. They still have to fill out the application. They still have to provide references. Of course, they will have to get fingerprinted. Once they bring their printed applications to us, 
We then take them, get them shipped immediately to Grand Rapids to be processed at our headquarters. And once they are processed and approved, of course, they are then eligible to, to start finding jobs. They find jobs through their through an it's called absence management. It's basically a system by which the school on one end posts available jobs and the employees on the other end take those jobs based on their availability online. So it ties all of the schools together under their absence management profile. They can see available jobs where they are eligible to substitute teach at and take jobs online. It's a very simple, straightforward process. Mm-hmm. Man, I love your passion for this. I got to acknowledge that. I mean, I know you're a couple cold brews in, you were telling me, but I, <laughs> I love hearing your, hearing your passion and your guys's, all your guys' efforts on all ends of advertising marketing you're you're literally lifting up rocks and trees and you're in schools and stuff i think it's really cool that that passion's bleeding through man i think people recognize that Thank you. Yeah, we love what we absolutely. do. We love what we do. <laughs> it, no, it's and it's fun to hear about it uh, and talk with people who love what they do. Um, all right, let's let's kind of localize this if we could. So I know you guys uh, are partnered with a lot of school districts here in the state of Oregon. Uh, you're with eight states uh, nationally at the moment. Tell us a little bit about your Oregon partnerships uh, and the school districts here and kind of how that works because I know you you oversee the relationships with the school districts uh, here in the state of Oregon. Yes, yes. So, um, so like I said, I Oregon falls under one of the states I'm responsible for in my duties. But in every state, we have recruiters there full time. In Oregon, because it's our largest block of business outside of Michigan, we have not only a full time recruiter but also a full time district ambassador. Our district ambassador, her name is Lauren Goins, and Lauren is actually the one out there who is blazing the trails for us in the state. She is in the faces of these districts on a regular and continual basis, sending them communication as to how we are doing on our fill rates, new things that we are doing uh, when it comes to recruitment efforts and marketing and advertising efforts. So they are always kept in the loop with the district ambassador. Our recruiter, his, his name is Mike, and what Mike is doing, he's actually going to these job fairs, these recruiting events. He is running our workshops, onboarding these individuals personally at the workshops, making sure that they are you know, paying for their, uh, their, their background checks, making sure that we take the money for that, making sure that we get their applications and make sure that it's all vetted and, and accurate. So Mike and Lauren, are really an extension of the Grand Rapids office in Oregon and really doing all of the work when it comes to blazing that trail for us, finding those individuals to work for us, uh, and also meeting with uh, districts face-to-face, making sure that we are serving their needs. So as it stands, we are in Corvallis, we're in Lebanon, we're in Cascade, Central, Dallas, Dayton, Falls City, Gervais, Jefferson, Mount Angel, North Marion, North Santium, Perrydale, Sheridan, Silver Falls, St. Paul, and Woodburn. And then we also assist in helping fill absence at the Willamette ESD. So we've got a nice tight group of districts, uh, and uh, the great thing about it is uh, we, are, we are certainly growing. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. No, I think that's great. Um, and then how do you how do you place these candidates once they've applied? And I guess I guess one of my questions just kind of here and uh, you speak about the the services, and I think a lot of listeners would have this question too: is uh, you know is recruitment kind of different by state or school district based on their needs? Because I would think that you know different school districts have uh, different needs. Uh, how how does that work? I mean, I guess you you mentioned that you have uh, two employees who are stationed here who kind of handle that but yeah i mean as far as um you know in the state of oregon maybe a one school district the school district in corvallis needs uh, a different type of substitute teacher than one in a different part of the state how does that all work as far as kind of placing these uh applicants that you guys receive that's a fantastic question so that is where our district ambassador lauren really steps in anytime a district has a specific need or maybe something that only works for their district and maybe not other districts in the state they come to lauren and they say to lauren hey we're looking for someone who's a dual language um, specialist someone who is certified in this language for our full immersion classroom here and i'm going to use corvallis as an example Right, We want them as a full, immersed language teacher. We are looking for someone in addition to maybe their own recruiting efforts. They weren't maybe unable to find someone. Right, Edge staff comes in, and we assist in trying to find those specific needs for those districts. In this example, I use Corvallis as an example. I can also say this, too, that the biggest need for every district, and I, I, and I can say this with certainty, are classified staff, especially when it comes to one-on-one or paraprofessional work, working with students. That is the largest need in Oregon for our districts. We do a fairly good job, I think a very good job in helping fill the classroom with substitute teachers, guest teachers. We're doing a fantastic job there. Where we are looking to improve and become better is in providing certified, I'm sorry, not certified, but classified individuals, these individuals who are, um, it's hourly versus a flat daily rate um, for the guest teachers, right? These individuals are working one-on-one with students. They are not responsible for an entire classroom's worth of planning or anything of that nature. They are typically working in smaller groups in conjunction or in addition to and an assistant to the, the main contracted staff in that room. That's where the biggest need is for us in Oregon, our classified members to work in these classrooms to serve these students. Awesome. I appreciate that. And I think people listening do as well. Again, this is Ray from EduStaff. Check him out, edustaff.org for more information. Uh, there's also a customer support line, 877-974-6338. Uh, and yeah, I guess finally, as we only have a minute or two left here, Ray, um, and thanks again for joining us. What would you say are you know, some of the benefits of becoming a substitute teacher? Um, and I know that you obviously have a lot of teaching experience yourself and then um, kind of a different uh, view of how teaching can impact people from uh, the outside working with EduStaff as well. And then also, uh, if you want to clarify anything else where people can go to find more information on uh, getting involved, you can go ahead and, and do that as well. Absolutely. Um, the biggest thing, let's talk about briefly about the benefits to becoming you know, a guest teacher or a classified staff. Number one, 
you get to call your own hours, right? You can work the days that you are available. We know that sometimes individuals are not working only as substitute teachers and they may do something in addition to supplement their income and maybe the edge of staff is one of those sources of a supplemental income. So you have a flexible schedule, right? You get to work in your school with your, maybe your child, your grandchild or your neighbor, right? You're making an impact on your community. It allows you also to get a foot into the door as an employer of ADGA staff to maybe become an employer, full-time employee or contracted member in that building, right? A lot of times, that's how I got discovered, Preston, as a teacher. Mm-hmm. I was a substitute teacher. I was on my way out the door, got ran down by the principal. He asked me, who are you? What do you do? What, you know, what's your certification in? Long story short, got an interview, was able to get a job just by being a substitute teacher in that building for the day. And also, too, you can, you can pick kind of which grade levels work best for you, right? You have that flexibility in what grade or what, what age student you would like to, you know, make a difference in their lives. When it comes to classified staff, again, flexibility and schedule. And if anybody wants to apply for us, go to our website edustaff.org. If you need to call us, 877-974-6338, dial zero. You will get a live individual here right in Michigan to answer your question, um, to, to, to help you with what your needs may be. We are here to serve you. Awesome, Ray. Well, thanks so much. Uh, I commend your passion for what you do. It's just fun uh, talking with you over the phone. And uh, yeah, really appreciate what you guys do and uh, who you serve in the state of Oregon as well. And thanks for joining us today. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, sir. We were talking today with Ray Massey, National Development Team Director of EduStaff. Metroscope is an Intercom Portland public affairs program. I'm Preston Highfield. If you're involved with a nonprofit or public affairs organization, or if you have an idea for an upcoming show, I'd like to hear from you. Visit MetroscopePDX.com and submit your ideas there. You can also go to this station's website and submit information there as well. Thanks for listening to Metroscope and enjoy the rest of your weekend.